That's um, that's where I gotta be. Uh, you good? Is it, is it not recording? It's not started? It's recording. What's up? Guys, what's up, guys? Welcome to Jacked episode uh, or podcast episode five. Five. Five? Five. Yeah. yeah Look yeah. at that, bro. Look at that. Already five deep. Five um, deep. We got, we got Christmas coming up. You're going to do something celebrate, Christmas? You celebrate Christmas? I don't celebrate, like, traditionally, but, like, you know, we just chill with the family, eat some good food. That kind of vibe. You don't have if like pres- you have presents and that type of stuff. We got we got a couple things. I got like, <laughs> but like it's not really like, not like organized. Crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy. Mm. It's not like a tradition. Like this is one we didn't even put a tree up last year. We put a tree up this year. Yeah. Not even a tree. It's like small trees, and there's like a area in the house where there's like a bunch of lights. But oh shit, Sam. Yeah, my family. We, yo, we we barely celebrated Christmas when I was younger, but now it's like a big thing. You know. Yeah, my brother, family thing, right? Yeah, plus my brother's um wife, she's here. Okay, nice. So she's like the girl in the house, you know, like decorating, wrapping shit up, and this and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But bro, back, 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 back then, my mom would be like, "What do you want for Christmas?" I'd be like, "Oh, I just want some head headsets for yeah. for uh PS3 or whatever or a game." My mom would just go out and buy it. Yeah, we never, we never, bro. We never even do that on, like fucking birthdays, bro. I, I didn't get shit. <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah, bro. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, even for even for me, bro. Like birthdays, yeah, yeah, yeah. like. But I, I think after I've like been, straight seven, it's done. Yeah, like I've been trying to get more. Like last year, I gave all my family gifts and shit, and like oh. they were all surprised. They were all surprised. They were like, "What the fuck, Ronit? What the what happened to you, bro? Like, are you seeing somebody?" They're surprised, right? So. uh we don't, even, we don't give gifts or anything. So. Yeah. But now, now we're trying to get into. I think it's a good thing. It feels good, you know, when you give something. So. It's more for that aspect. Take it as a time to like give people stuff, spread some good vibes, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I just, I think for us or our culture, like our parents aren't really big into like hobbies, sure. right? Sure, so it's like what, sure. the thing that you get your parent, like it doesn't really, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like over the top. It's just kind of like you know, here's a shirt. No, they just care about effort, man. They just care exactly. about like oh shit, like there's some sort of gesture, right? Some sort of thing yeah. that like, so, yeah, thank you. Yeah, whereas other families like the dads into like cars or football and they'll get him. I don't know. Something sick. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, actually, this is a good segue. So Christmas holidays, you uh, actually don't even. How do you structure your nutrition around holiday season? I just eat the same stuff, bro. I don't really, but I'm not like for me. I'm not tempted by food. I'm not a foodie. Okay, so so I don't. I'm eat. sure. I'm sure you deal with clients that are foodies. Yeah, so it's this. Whatever the way it is, I just have them replace one meal and just have a free meal. So if they're supposed to have rice and chicken or whatever, yeah, I'll just say like, okay, you're going to X event, you know, you're probably gonna have pizza or some sort of carb. Yeah, so just drink a protein shake before you go, okay. and just replace the carbs from there. Um, yo, I tell them to track their calories, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you know how it is, bro. People yeah. are like, oh, sorry, I got caught up with this and that. Um, yeah. I get it, bro. I don't even track my calories. I just eat the same thing every day. Okay. Uh, but that's how I kind of structure it. Or actually, I have a... Um, I think I posted about this too. I'll just have people drink like more water. Nice. More low-calorie foods. Okay. What are some low-calorie foods? Like fruits and vegetables, like berries and just like any vegetable. Okay. Any vegetable. And then, this actually a pre- this tip is slept on, bro. I'll have them eat something small before 
and then 30 minutes after eat their meal. Mm, yeah. Do you, do you know why? So the, their body is already focused on digesting the previous food. And yeah, and your stomach lining is yeah. adjusted. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you eat your food, it goes into your stomach. Yeah. Right? Your stomach expands. And all those have like nerve endings to it. So it signals mm. to your brain to increase leptin, which go. is an appetite suppressant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not even right? But it but it takes at least like 15 minutes or 20. I, I don't know. It takes some time to like register into your brain, right? And then you'll have your big meal. So think about it this way. Like yeah. if you were having like a pizza, like have you ever ate like an entire pizza? Yeah. Well, the first, like let's say it's an eight slice pizza. The first yeah. six slices in the first 15 minutes, you're eating it quick. Easy the way. last two slices are so hard to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's your stomach has expanded so much, and then your leptin has just increased, and your ghrelin has decreased so much. Yeah, your appetite's like complete shit. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'll tell my uh, some of my guys that are hard gainers. Nice. Oh, I don't have a big appetite. I'm like, bro, you're probably eating and watching something, and you take 45 minutes to eat your food. Mm. Like you have to inhale your food, eat it quick. Yeah. Or have foods that are easily palatable, right? Yeah, instead yeah. Like, yeah. Instead of like fucking broccoli, cauliflower. Fuck that shit. Easy shit, you know? Rice, straight yeah. fucking rice to the dome. Just just eat it quick. Within eat the, it, quick. it should be like 20 minutes. That's why I always try to time it, my yeah. meals. I find eating quick, though, that hinders digestion a little bit. For me, personally. If I eat too quick. Like... Yo, I, I, I have this question. What is What is digestion? Like, I know what digestion is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, do you, you feel a difference? Well, like, say, for I example, never feel a difference. Literally, never. I don't know if that's a good thing. That obviously, that's a good thing. That's my digestion's good. It's but funny, like, yeah. so I would say things like, because I've gone through a period of really bad diet. So I don't know exactly what it feels like. I would be, I could do ABCs while burping, because my I, indigestion would be so good. Like, I mean, like, I can burp ABC in burping. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, so I was always like, either bloated or gassy, or stomach would always feel like it's like hurting a little bit. Um, yeah. Or like. I would just feel full all the time and it wasn't the best feeling so i think digestion what i usually mean is like people start farting a lot um or like they feel a little bloated um they feel like their stomach's always full that kind of thing that's yeah. usually because like i notice like if i if you don't chew foods properly then like your stomach has to do a little bit more work you right? had 30 reps of chewing yeah it's something like that 32 bites or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Something ridiculous. <laughs> bro, I think people do like 15, bro. I don't even think people do that, bro. Yeah, I, I think, think maybe like... But if you think about the diet nowadays, right? Like uh, the foods we eat, most of them, like say like Greek yogurt. You don't have to chew that shit. Just fucking uh, eat it. Same. Rice, you don't have to chew. Everything is so easy, right? Like you just uh-huh. kind of just eat it and it goes directly. And so if you like spend time chewing, eating foods, I think that's like a fat loss hack, right? If you eat foods that are, you have to chew more, like broccoli, cauliflower, potatoes. Mm. You can't eat as much or like fucking protein, right? You have to chew it longer, and then you'll get full faster. How do you know that? Most people feel like you're, you're going to start chewing, like you just mentioned the 30-minute thing. Yeah, yeah. It takes longer to finish a meal. Your appetite is going to get a little bit suppressed, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but people oh, who are, who's like metabolic or like leptin, ghrelin are like not working properly per se right if you want to call it that for them like if you load them up with veggies for example they get a lot of volume and then they still feel like they're eating a lot but then they finally start to improve their hunger hormones per se right but then opposite would be what's the other one ghrelin 
to increase Gremlin. appetite, right? Gremlin yeah. is appetite, increase. your appetite hormone. Leptin is appetite suppressant. Suppressant, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, suppress your appetite with things. Eating yeah, slower, yeah. but then, like you just mentioned, to increase appetite, eat faster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, you have no. to find foods that you can eat fast, right? Exactly, exactly. And then the yeah. opposite, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always hear, like, indigestion, this or that. Um, yeah. Like, I've never, I've literally never experienced it, bro. Yeah. I don't like, really eat, like, I think, you said you, you said it was when you had bad eating periods. That's when it happens. The most. Yeah. And like, even right now, bro, like since I've been so clean for so long, like I had yesterday quesadilla, today at donut, and I feel my stomach's acting. Like it feel, like it's hurting, hurting. I feel that. Yeah. 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 I I think when you're, you're just eating so clean, your body gets used to it, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Clean house with a little speck of dirt. You notice it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So something like, but yeah, that's what like most people, if you eat decent and consistently the same thing, you don't notice digestion stuff as much yeah. or like i guess one would, would one way would be like bowel movements right if your bowel movements are not consistent right there's like stool level like we don't want to get into this fucking shitty talk but like <laughs> there's like scale of stool right so yeah like, it has to be somewhat hard ish like looking like a snake kind of yeah if it's not then you might have some sort of digestion stuff right? it's supposed to look like an anaconda staring back at you apparently that's like the ideal bowel movement I don't even look. Yeah, I know. You don't look? Well, I fucking love looking. Get the elbow, you know? That's fucking crazy. I love <laughs> it, bro. I like looking at it. But whatever. Okay, let's move on. Actually, I want to go to tracking calories. So, you know, you, you mentioned uh, you don't really track calories right now. You no. eat the same thing, so you know how much you're kind of eating. Yo, I've never track tracked calories. calories. Even while, like, doing macros and shit? Like, I mean, competing? Really? I don't track calories when I'm competing, no. So what do you do when you compete? I just have my coach's meal plan. Okay. And you should eat the same thing every day. But when you okay. eat the same thing every day, you don't need to track it because it's already on like the graph, right? That's true. So it's already um on your phone. So, so what do you do when like people want to go out to eat and shit? Like say like your girlfriend, you want to go out oh, to eat. I don't know. I don't do that. Really? I don't, I don't do that when I'm competing. No. Well, like say like someone's like normal, normal individual. Yeah. You think meal plan? Yo, they obviously they obviously have to track their calories. Yeah. Right? Because it's different. It's different for them, right? Have not... you tracked your calories before? Me? Yeah. Literally never, bro. I, I think last really? time I did it was like 2017. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because, yo, I just eat the same stuff, right? So, for example, for example, okay. if I'm yeah. if I'm like in a bulk, like I don't, I don't eat food out often. Okay. Right? So, for example, if I want to get like, let's say I want to get a burger. Yeah. Right from like A and W or something. Like the advice I gave, I literally just cut my rice. I at night I eat like four hundred grams of rice and a scoop of protein. Yeah. So I'll literally just cut my rice. I'll eat the burger and I'll still have the protein shake. Obviously, the calories and macros are a little different. Yeah. But to me, it literally makes no difference because I eat out once a month, bro. Mm, like okay. once a month, you know, once every. That makes sense what once every three four weeks so yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. so small so okay. if i'm in a surplus phase or a gaining phase if i go 200 calories or 300 calories over the okay. span of 30 days yeah doesn't mean anything that makes sense right it's a like an extra 10 calories a day like who cares i'll do four and a half jumping jacks right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it doesn't mean sense. anything but if you're obviously you're going out like every weekend yeah, or you're a business person that goes on a lot of lunches or dinners or this or that. Then yeah. obviously you need to track your calories, 
right? For sure. But I only do this because I never like go out. You need the same shit over and over again. You're controlling all the variables, so you don't need to the track and the see the variables. The same yeah. thing. Or if some variable is really small, I just ignore it. Like, bro, like this coffee, right? For yeah. example, I searched it up once. It's like 60 calories. I'm like, okay, I could ignore this. It's ignore nothing. That. Yeah, like, right? Yeah. It's just an extra hard set in the gym. So I just ignore it because it's so like, yeah. it's such a minuscule. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Minuscule difference. Yeah. I'm just like indifferent about it. Especially like when you're bulking, when you're trying to gain. Yeah, bro. Like it, like I know obviously you want to be in like a 200 calorie surplus. But if yeah. you're in a 230 calorie surplus a day, like, it's what's the difference? difference. Yeah. Right. Those shape. extra, those extra 30 calories, 3,500 divided by 30, it'll take you 116 days to gain an extra mm. pound of fat from those 30 calories. That's so who cares? That doesn't mean anything. What's a what's a cheesy quote for this? Uh, chasing perfection is better than perfection itself. <laughs> wait, wait, say that one more time. You said like cheesy, cheesy che code? Yeah, code, code, like a code, you know, like a... Quote, okay. Quote, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, a cheesy quote, yeah. Yeah. Chasing perfection? It's better than just perfecting everything and like being perfect. Yeah, I'm never perfect, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, doubt it. I know you're. I know you're always on top of your calories like that. I don't do that, bro. Yeah. I think training... I... I'm very, yeah. I'm very extreme with my training. Okay. So it's like, if you see, I was showing this, um, uh, this guy I was training in the gym with today, his yeah, name's yeah, Unmold. Yeah. yeah. Um, if Show I, yeah, like, bro, I track everything here. I don't know if you can see this. Can you see this? Yeah, bro. I see it. So it's Crazy. all my workouts are tracked. That's wild. And I've been doing this for like, whatever. This is my, this is my 2023 logbook yeah. notes. And I have like a 2022, my 2021 is just a handbook because it was like okay. COVID time. So that's in my garage. Nice. So I track everything. Because, yo, I think, I think training is more important than nutrition. I, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. People just don't train decent enough to put on the muscle they want. Yeah, yeah. Utilize the nutrition, right? I think if you could pick one, if one had to be 100%, other, per, other, other thing had to be yeah. 80, I would say training should be 100. Yo, just before, get before, animal in the gym. Yeah, before we segue to training, because I think training is probably the most important topic, um, nutrition-wise, like, you know how, like, okay, so we gave that one thing, practical tip, it's like, okay, yo, like, you can use the hack, eating 30 minutes before, or cutting out one of the meals, um, yeah. having just, like, lesser calorie foods during the day, if you know you're going to eat out, that's yeah. fine. Um, another way, if the go person's goal isn't, like, bulking, cutting, it's not, they just want, like, a consistent, healthy lifestyle, which I'm sure like a lot of people do is just like, that's want to be healthy, even though you want to make sure you make working towards something or you're wasting your time, but just want to be healthy. So what are some like nutritional principles you would say they could just follow? Like as like, these are principles that kind of live by nutrition wise. Cause obviously you follow meal plan, but say someone doesn't want to follow meal plan, but they also don't want to track their calories, which is actually 99% of the people, right? Yeah. They don't want to do both of them. What are some principles they could follow? Yo, I think here's my thought process. I don't know. Okay. I know this is probably wrong. This no, is not there's wrong. No, there's it's, no wrong. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's different from yours, right? There's no wrong shit. Yeah. So, if someone's not gonna track their calories, yeah. or someone's not gonna track the, or have a meal plan, yeah, they're probably not that serious about their goals. For sure. So if they're yeah. off for one week, yeah, during Christmas time, yeah, doesn't matter. 
I'm saying in general. Doesn't have to oh, be in general, in, in general. general. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were talking about like Christmas time. I know, I know. Uh, no, okay. yeah, just in general, like day to day. Don't be yeah. healthy. Day to day. Um, I would say activity. I know that's not part of diet, but obviously your activity level has to be high. I would say get like bare minimum. Bro, I've talked to so many people. Their steps are like two thousand. I know it's wild. Bro, you know how much that's. You know how much walking that is. Like every, I think eleven minutes. Eleven minutes is a thousand steps. So, bro, people are walking twenty-two minutes, and they're awake for eighteen hours, seventeen hours. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy, bro. You're walking two minutes an hour. That's crazy. That's mental. So I think oh, increasing awesome. your overall activity level, because yeah. that's going to help with digestion and everything. 100%. Right? People just sit down so much, bro. They just sit yeah. down so much. Yeah. Uh, another thing is like water. Fucking yeah. nobody drinks water. Yeah. Right. And nobody yeah. scales their water. Yeah. What I mean by that is like they're at a liter, right? So let's say they're at a half a liter. They'll push their water to like a liter and a half. Obviously, they have to go to the washroom <laughs> a little bit more because your body's not used to that. Yeah. It's not absorbing in your skin and all your organs and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once they start going to the washroom a little bit more, they drop their water. They're like, oh, yeah. it kind of they find it inconvenient, which is yeah. fair, right? Hundred percent. I have this with a lot of truckers, bro. Yeah. Like I've trained truckers, bro. It's it's so fucked up, bro. It's hard. Yeah. Because they're drinking a liter of water, right? Yeah. And they're awake for eighteen hours a day. That's crazy. But they're in the middle of nowhere, so you can't even increase their water intake because they're like, bro, I'm not gonna stop my truck. Yeah. To go to this. the washroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yo, the stop comes like every two hours, right? So that's like one really, really hard person uh, type of people to train. But water intake, right? Um, I think I made a video about this, but your body weight divided by two ounces. Yeah. I would say that's your bare minimum. So if you're 180, divide that by two, 90 ounces uh, a day. That's one big thing. Um, Protein, I think that's really big, bro. I think people have literally zero protein. Zero. Majority of my guys, I think it's obviously worse for me. Majority of my guys are vegetarian. Okay, so yeah. once they do start to track their calories, they're eating like 40, 50 grams of protein a day. That's crazy. It's, yeah? not, it's not from protein itself. It's from like, so it's I like, know. it's like, let's say you drink a coffee as one gram of protein or they eat a banana as like one gram, yeah. like just 50 small things. Multi-game bread. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I'd say protein is like the third thing. Okay. And, um, and the fourth thing I would say is like quality of food, like not yeah. too much processed like bullshit. That's it. So like have quality of food, like like rice, potatoes, yeah. steak, chicken yeah. breast, right? Or if you're vegetarian, have like pasta, chickpeas, lentils, tofu, whatever. Like once yeah. you start getting into the too much processed food or people eating frozen food, it's like yeah, I don't know. It gets a little mental. So I would 100%. say that's pretty. Uh, yeah. generic. I say, I yeah, I would say that's structure, bro. I'd say activity. Yeah, that's one big thing because I, that's ninety nine. I I feel that's ninety percent of the reason why people are out of shape. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, even if you look at, do you remember two podcasts uh, ago? I told you about average work week. Yeah, 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 yeah. So average. I don't know if people, the one person, the one extra person that's watching this podcast, yeah. the average work week in the mid eighteen hundreds was sixty seven hours. Crazy. That, and that was like real work, like yeah. in the fields, throwing this, sure. throwing that, like hard, vigorous yeah. labor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people are working 40 hours yeah. on like just laptops. 100%. And the hobbies are, the hobbies aren't walking, sports, go to a park. The hobbies are more so like digital, like consuming, yeah. con- consuming content, 100%. right? So if you look at obesity rates, like obesity rates are like 
high as shit. Like, look at kids. Well, kids are fat as fuck now, right? I know. <laughs> like, kids crazy. are fat as shit. It's so, crazy. I would say activity is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, and even if you look at, like, other studies, like, if you look at, like, the brown community, all the grandmas, grandpas, these guys constantly just walking outside. That's and they're good. living to, like, it. 80, 90, 100. Yeah, bro. So, they're living, like, really, really long because they're so active, right? And yeah. I think I don't know what percentage, but it does decrease like 100%. health issues. I don't think. I think it was like one fifth, like twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. Second yeah. thing, water, bro. Like seventy. What is it? Seventy three, seventy four percent of your body's made out of water. Some shit like that. Depends okay. on individuals. It changes. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere a big portion a of your amount. body's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a good amount. amount of your water intake, and then yeah. the third one I said was protein. Protein. And then um, the fourth one, I said processed food. Processed. And actually, I'm going to change that. Instead of walking around, I'm going to say like overall strength activities. Because after 31, you yeah. lose 1% of your muscle mass every year, right? Start atrophy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you'll see some of these. You'll see some people are obviously more susceptible to it, right? Is that a word? Yeah. 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 Predisposed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I see like some 55 year olds, they're like scrawny as fuck. Know, and all man. their muscle mass is gone. Gone so right. Yeah. And then obviously that was other issues like joint pain and this and that. So I think that would be my list, bro. For uh, what was the question that he was at? like no, no, so health, health. you gave basically uh health principles in general. Yeah, like yeah. Nutrition general, yeah, yeah nutrition yeah. principles. But yeah, they all relate to each other. That's the part, right? Yeah, and everything yeah. is related. Like if you're not moving enough. Even if you give the sickest nutrition advice, even that food is still going to get stored as fat if you're not expanding enough yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it has to come before that. It has to be in sync, in sync with the eating and the moving, right? So, yeah. I would only add one thing. I would just add, like, a little bit more, like, diversity to the diet. So, like, more, like, greens and fruits kind of thing. Yeah. Um, just so. And, again, that goes in the quality of food. If you're not yeah. having processed food, you have to make the better options, like yeah. veggies, fruits, whole foods. Yo, I yo. So you, you eat a variety of different foods, right? Yeah. When you, well, I don't know if the, yeah. I don't know if it's a stupid question. Yeah. When you go shopping, right? I hear this from people that are out of shape all the time. Yeah, I hear this yeah. all the time. I don't yeah. know if it's true, right? Because yeah. I buy the same shit day after day, week after week. I don't look at anything else. Yeah. Are healthy foods more expensive than shit foods? A little bit. A little bit is more expensive, and because especially if you get like if you get into the whole. Uh, Quality, quality, like organic, fermented. Oh, yeah, I know that's mental. Grass, like that stuff. That's what we're supposed to be health foods, right? Um, but then even like blueberries, for example. Oh, my goodness. Bro, you, yeah, you know, you already know, right? It's like, I, I eat know. blueberries all the time, bro. Yeah, they're so much more expensive than like a pack of bagels. Bro, you know what's crazy? So yeah. I started with AJ, my coach. Uh, AJ Morris, my coach, for whatever, everyone wondering. Legend. I started with yeah, him back yeah. in, bro, he's mental. He's sick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's he. You're 28, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's 28, bro. This guy's like, Crazy. he's conquered the world in the UK, uh, in my awesome. opinion. Yeah. Um, but yo, so I started with him, and in my meal plan, I had 400 grams of blueberries every day, every day. Yeah. So two yeah. meals of Greek yogurt, 200 each, right? Yeah. So, bro, I went to like Walmart or whatever, and then one pack of like blueberries, 225 grams, was seven bucks, bro. I know. So I was like, I was doing the math and I was like, yo, this is mental. Like I'm eating $15 worth of blueberries every day, I know. like fresh blueberries. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I did the math 
I'm like, bro, this is 450 bucks a month on blueberries. Oh my god, this is insane, bro. This is literally insane. So then I like, and I was walking around and I was like looking at this, and I'm like, yo, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to the frozen section. And I got frozen blueberries. I think the frozen blueberries is like 1.3 pounds or something. Yeah, 1.3 pounds, and it's 11 bucks. Right? So it's like 10 times cheaper. But bro, it's crazy, man. Like this fresh fruit, or like, have you seen those fruits that are like cut up? Assorted? It's like 13 bucks. 13 bucks, yeah. When I get I get my pineapples cut up because they're cutting a pineapple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that. Right? So those ones I already get cut up, already ready to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is more expensive, kind of. But then my whole not argument, but my whole my thought process when I get something like that, like I don't think about it. Like I'm like, I just need this. I'm gonna get it no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's the right? same way I am. Yeah. And then it's something like hey, you're gonna you're paying you're gonna pay more for your health in the future in expenses in terms of energy not being there, not being able to do certain things with your kids, certain health issues, doctor trips. You're gonna pay in all of that, which is way more expensive. They're like, oh, fuck, bro, this fucking, this food is more expensive than this food, right? So, I don't really, but it is true. The whole foods are a bit more expensive. Bro. Even, like, McDonald's, salad is $5, Big Mac is, like, $2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally thinking the same thing. I was literally yeah. thinking the same thing. And then also, like, you know how you're saying paying for, like, doctor yeah. visits and everything? Yeah. That blows my mind that yeah. people in the States don't think of that. Yeah. Crazy. Because, well, here we have, like, uh, for, like free healthcare. Yeah, whatever. Right, whatever. free healthcare. Yeah. In Canada, but like, bro, people yeah. in the states. Yeah. Like, bro, I think if you go, bro, if you have like a doctor's trip, this or that, like, it could cost you like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, right? Yeah, bro. If you don't have insurance or something, so like, insurance. the fact that people don't take care of that and their obesity is like an epidemic That's is wild, bro. It's wild to me. It's wild. And yo, people oh. like, if you look at like a lot of like homelessness. Yeah. Right. A lot of it is from like unpaid like hospital bills. 100%. Like people, um, and people, I've heard a couple of stories where people get shot and they can't afford to go to the hospital and they fucking die on the street. Sad, bro. And, yeah, and bro, like, it's, it's a cycle, right? Because, like, these people that are homeless or on poverty line, they get coupons from the government, and the coupons are for these fast food places, which adds on to their obesity. And then it's just like a fucking really, cyclical. yeah, bro. Like, there are coupons that they get. Maybe I'm watching it too much. Are you talking about um, food stamps? Food stamps, yeah. The food yeah. stamp, the, you can, what you get from them is like these McDonald's or like Wendy's or whatever, fast foods. That's what they're for usually. Oh, you, you can't, can't get use much more. Yeah, yeah. You can't use it. That's what, think about it. Like if you have two kids, the whole yeah, 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 yeah. you're going to buy them quick food, right? You're not going to go yeah. and buy chicken breast raw that you're going to cook. Right? Yeah. So like it's so, it's so messed up when you think about it. It's all cyclical, right? It's like, it does, it just feeds into the own system and just makes them more and more money, right? So. Anyways, let's uh, shift back into this gear. So health principles, movement, water, protein, uh, non-processed foods. Quality food, yeah. Yeah, and strength training, obviously. Yeah. Right? That is health. But now let's talk about how to last. Wait, wait, one thing, one more. The fifth one, I'll yeah. say, the fifth one I'll probably say is like, second most important is your sleep, bro. Sleep, actually. For Quality sure. of sleep, because people have shit sleep. We sleep, stress management. But, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of thing I would say as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Massive sleep and stress yeah. is easily number one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you get better sleep, you get better decision making. If you feel like moving more, if you feel like eating better, you make better food choices. Yeah, yeah. everything. You're fucking on point with everything. Get your sleep in. Okay, yeah. so movement, water. They're not in order. It's just these are principles. No, yeah. Movement, water, 
protein, quality of food, veggies, fruits, and strength training and sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's for health. But then now, like, obviously here, we want to transform the physique, right? We want to actually, actually look kind of pretty jacked, mm-hmm. right? So now the training element, um, we were talking about how we think training is a bit more important. Yeah, 100%. And the nutrition aspect. But uh, actually, this is a good question. I've been thinking about this too, and I sometimes notice it for myself. How do you know your training is good enough or like you had a good enough training sessions or training session that you know, okay, that session was productive in terms of that group or maybe that's going to help my growth in the future? How do you know it's productive? Yo, people, a couple of different ways that people look at it. The yeah. way I look at it, I have a very realistic approach on life and numbers and this and that because I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. always look at like, my logbook. Yeah. Right. Very so good. I look at like three different areas. So yeah. like, let's say nutrition, recovery, and like training. Yeah. Right. So what the box that I'm worried about checking first is yeah. training. Okay. So over the span of eight weeks, right? So yeah. over the span of eight weeks, did my training increase? Okay. Right. So for example, um, so, for example, I have, like, let it re- right over here in the, my logbook, right? Yeah. So I'll just read it out. So, like, the first week, the first week of, like, an eight-week thing, I yeah. did a Smith machine. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, s- seven weeks, okay? Yeah. So, first week, I did two plates and five for eight yeah. reps. Okay. That was my first set. And then yeah. and seven weeks later, I did three plates for five reps, there right? So, my strength has increased a lot. So... If strength has increased, then stimulus stimulus to the legs has increased, considering yeah. form, technique, execution is still the same. For which sure. I know is the same because I have two different videos that I could look at. Yeah. So the training box is checked, legs. right? Just in terms yeah. of legs. Yeah. Then yeah. what I'm then what I'm looking at is my diet. My diet's literally the same exact thing. I eat the same thing yeah. every day. So that yeah. box is always checked. Yeah. Right? So that box yeah. is checked. And then I look at sleep and stress management. Let's and my go. sleep, bro, we work out for a living. We're sleeping eight, nine hours a day, yeah. right? I don't know about you, but I sleep fucking like nine to 10 hours a day, right? Yes. Yeah. But my sleep's always on point. So if these okay. three boxes are checked, yeah, you're bound to grow. Even though you may not see the growth, yeah. in the progress pictures that quickly because you're natural. Yeah. takes sure. time. You're still 100%. growing underneath your body fat. Yeah. Right? So the idea is, that, let's say I do all three of those things in one yeah. day. That's considered a perfect day. Mm. The goal is to line up as many perfect days as you can. That's it. For as long as you can. That's like the whole yeah. game, right? Yeah. And then when you do fall off, because you will fall off, yeah. you get back on point with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So if you're consistently getting stronger, you're consistently eating your protein intake in a surplus, in a surplus. Yeah. Yeah. Your sleep's on point. You're bound to grow. Like there's nothing more to it that's the way i look at it no i don't think um i don't think there's any other way to look at it i know people people look at like their training with like pumps and this and that i don't i don't consider that like effective workouts because bro a pump is so there's so many factors that goes into it bro yeah 100 right like sleep stress water uh salt sodium intake carb intake Yeah. There's so many different factors that go into it. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really base it off that. I used to base it off that, 
yeah. but I've seen 10 times more growth doing it off like logbooks and setup pumps. Way more consistent too, right? Yeah, you know what it is? Bro, it's consistent and it gives you clarity and peace of mind. 100%. How many times were you getting pumps and you look at yourself like, am I already growing, bro? Am yeah, I not? The same bro, where is this? Where is this? Yeah. I just open it up. I'm like, okay, I've been on track with my nutrition for the last seven months. Yeah. My numbers are going up. I have to grow. There's no other way around it. 100%. Right. That makes a lot of sense. What, what do you think about, so like, say after the eight weeks, you've made progress in the squat. After that, do you like, to say like most, some people would maybe argue, so you end up hitting a brick wall, right? Your strength stops going up. So what adjustment do you make there? Yo, I don't, I don't believe in that, bro. Really? Like, I mean, <clears throat> I think the brick wall, I don't think you hit it at like, Eight weeks, bro. No, I mean, I mean, in, so like I was just using your example of eight weeks. But like, oh, say, okay, whenever okay. that brick wall is like 16 weeks, 24 weeks, yeah, you have yeah. to milk this shit as long as possible. But yeah. eventually, like I find at least certain movements start to get dry or like they like I start losing because I'm a big believer in pumps, which I'll get back to after. But like I start like not progressing in them in weight or even like reps and they just start not feeling as well. As I would want it to. So I feel, but I feel, are you progressing? I feel like some of that progression is due to you not being excited to do that movement anymore. Maybe, maybe that's it. Right. I feel like that's a big portion. Like, bro, I have like, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Like, bro, I have 21 weeks right here yeah. of like the hip thrust yeah. in my logbook. And bro, I've progressed it like every two weeks. Nice. So I could have easily done this for another like 15 weeks, right? Yeah. But if you are like plateaued, number one, obviously the average person, you could still go another eight weeks because you're yeah. not truly plateaued. 100%. Number two, if you are truly plateaued, uh, then I just switch it for a movement that's very similar. So in the simplest, in the simplest uh, example, if you're doing a barbell squat, just switch yeah. to a Smith machine squat, okay. or you could switch to a belt squat. Right, or you sense. could switch to like a squat machine if your gym has one, mm. um, or like if you're doing incline dumbbell, you could yeah. switch that to an incline an incline Smith machine with the same angle, okay, or an incline chest press machine that has a similar angle as well. Okay. But, but, you're, but if you're you have like can, those, yeah. yeah, but you're saying you can literally milk a movement as long as you possibly don't get sick of it, and you're slowly making incremental progress on it. Keep milking it as long as possible. Right? Yo, I think so. I think so. Because every time I've changed my exercises, I haven't changed yeah. it because I'm progress. I stopped progressing. Okay. I change it out of boredom. Boredom. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then yeah, it yeah. it gets me thinking. It's like it gets me thinking because when you switch an exercise, it takes you at least six weeks to find like your true true failure point. Like acclimation period or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. Some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like those yeah. six weeks are wasted. Kind of. Yeah. Right, because think about it this way: if you do the leg press, right? Yeah. What are you switching that out for? What other machine is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Single gonna replace, the, huh? Yeah. Single leg leg press. But it's still a leg press. Still leg press, yeah. Yeah, so you're not switching it, right? For I any... usually just move the order of the exercise. So, like, I'll move it from like, say, like leg press right now is like first. I might move it to like fourth, so it's after like a leg extension and a hamstring curl, and like maybe an RDL. So now, like, I have to start off a little bit lower weight on leg press. And build it up. Getting, so, yeah, and build it back up. But I'm still getting a good stimulus. 
because my legs are a little bit fried from the leg extension. So yeah. I can't push as much. Yeah. I never change my exercise selection. Oh, yeah. I never change it like that. I just replace the exercise okay. with I something. Yeah, but I, I mean, obviously that works, right? For sure. It's whatever. Everything works. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's good for people that want variety yeah. or someone that's older. Like yeah. we talked about before we started recording. For like, sure. Or if you're 38 and your leg exactly. press is at like nine yeah. plates. Yeah. For your first exercise, bro, move that shit to the last exercise. Yeah. So you're doing I've already plate. done that for my training. I do leg extension, hamstring curl, adductor machine, all first. Then I actually go into my main movements. Bro, like, I do I, that I squat for like fifth. <laughs> bro, I do that for um yeah. my Smith machine squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, my Smith machine squat, I was squatting like three plates thirty-five. Oh fuck that, bro! For like six, seven, right? And then, yeah. and then I was like, "Bro, this is getting mental." This so I tough. needed. So I ha I put it after my leg extension. Yeah, it's scary. Or it drops, right? Or okay. even my um, my leg press. Yeah. Um. But when you when you take this progressive approach, yeah. do you take it same for like like accessory move, like lateral raise, bicep curls, tricep push downs. Like smaller movements that are like maybe higher rep range per se or no? Yo, I do. I do. You do? Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I, I think, like but yo, I'm a person of like, I believe in like accountability and like That's high awesome. self accountability. For sure. Right? So it's like, yeah. If you're, you only know what you know, right? Yeah. And you can only push yourself to whatever limit you know. If you don't know what your limit is, how okay. do you know how far you can push yourself, right? Okay. Like, bro, yeah, I, even myself, like, even myself, I feel like shit sometimes, yeah. and I'm about to do the hack squat, right? Yeah. Or I'm about to do a leg press. Yeah. And even when I came back from vacation, mm -hmm. I don't remember these numbers by heart. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, I'm gonna get like you know four or five reps. And then yeah. look at my logbook, and it's like nine. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I got nine reps last week. So yeah. I'm like, oh, bro, this is easy. I'm a week better. Yeah. I'm one to two weeks better. I'm like, oh, this is easy, bro. I'm gonna get eight nine. Yeah, and then, yeah. lo and behold, bro, I always get eight nine. Hundred percent, right? No, it's a fucking, it becomes like a game, yeah. You're beating yeah. numbers. You're not guessing, right? You're not coming in. Ah, I came back from a vacation. I'm gonna take it easy this week. Like, why yeah. waste the week, right? Yeah, that's the way. That's the way I kind of think about it. Cause yeah. if you're not tracking, bro, you're just lost, bro. Imagine, here's the thing, bro. Imagine you had to lose. Imagine you had to compete, but yeah. every day you had to guess your calories and your energy yeah. expenditure. Fuck yeah. How would you get shredded, bro? You won't. So I think the same rule of thumb applies when you're in the gym. 100%. Why are you just guessing day after day? What are the chance yeah. of you building muscle? What do you, so, so when you take this approach of like obviously progressing week by week on certain lips, like going up in weight or like going up in reps, do you keep like volume a little bit lower or you keep it still like two, three, four sets or two sets? So I explained this to the guy I was training today, right? Yeah. So the way I kind of do it is yeah. I set like baseline volume. Yeah. So my arms, I did... Three bicep, three tricep exercises, all two yeah. sets each, all to failure. All the sets are all working sets. Yeah. So I did three exercises, twelve sets total, yeah. right? In my workout. Six and six for each. After four to five weeks of proper sleep, nutrition, I was like, okay, my arms aren't sore and my strength is still progressing. Yeah. If my strength is still progressing, that means obviously I'm progressing, right? Yep. So then I was like, okay. My arms are really bad. I want to get the most out of them. Yeah. So instead of doing 12 sets, what I did was I added two sets to my triceps. 
So for the first two exercises, instead of doing two sets each for my triceps, I did three and three. And then I did that for another four to five weeks. And then my arms were still recovering and I was still progressing. And then I was like, okay, now let me add two more sets. The same thing with my triceps to my biceps. So my first two bicep movements, I did three and three, right? And I was still progressing. So I'm going to keep doing this until I hit a wall where my strength actually goes down and I'm not recovering. And then I figured out where my baseline is, right? Because the example I gave to the guy I was training with today and more, let's say you could do eight sets of triceps in a workout and still recover, right? But you're only doing six. Yeah, Yeah, you're missing two sets. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Two sets over a span of six months, a year, yeah. two years, three years. That's a lot of growth that you're missing out on, right? Mm. And for all these yeah. things, for all every body part, it's going to be different amount of sets and different for the person. So well, that's you, how I set it up. Would you would you say like, say like you only did six sets, but you could do eight, but you kept progressing in strength for those six sets. Like every week you came and you beat the last week's number. You beat the last week's numbers. You yeah. still think you, your triceps would grow? They would still grow. They still grow, but, but not if you as can, optimally. No, no, they would for sure 100% still grow. But yeah. if you can do more and recover, I don't see why you shouldn't. That I makes sense. Right? Yeah. Uh, the like, only, yeah. I would say the only tricky thing is for people like to do all this, yeah. their life has to be standardized, which for a lot of people say, it's not, right? It's not, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Like some weeks, like this guy I was training with Amor today, right? Bro, he works. He's in school, he has exams, and he also trains. That's it. Like, bro, one week you're studying one hour a day. Yeah. Next week you have midterms, you're studying 15 hours a day. That's it. And your stress is through the roof, right? That's so it. for us and for me, like we work yeah. out for a living. So yeah. it's very easy to manage these numbers. Exactly. That's for someone that's has a lot of stuff going on, going on. relationship issues, work, yeah. financial, whatever, right? Their life's busy. For yeah. them, it's hundred percent always better to do six. Yeah, that was that way. They're always guaranteed to recover. Yeah, and like most of these people don't even want to count their sets, right? They don't even think about how many sets they're doing per week per body part. Yeah, right. And I don't even, in my opinion, I don't even think it's as you don't need to even count. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, as long as you have like a, a number and you're progressing consistently. Yeah, and you're tracking something like you're tracking weights or reps. Yeah. you're consistently doing that week in and out, you'll stay, yeah. still make pretty good progress. Yeah. But I only think increasing volume works better on smaller muscles. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So like legs, bro, like if you add an extra two sets and you trade hard, like he'll fuck you up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he'll fuck you up. Like you already know your thing. So like this arm training, bro, I've yeah. added, um, what is it? Four, uh, four, X. bro, I've added six sets to my overall arm work day over the nice. last three months. Well, you can't do that on legs, bro. You can't. Yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah. that on chest. You can't do that on back, right? Shoulders, yeah. shoulders, calves, abs. Maybe I think you could get away with it. Right? Yeah. Small muscle groups, right? This is this is where, uh, fuck. There's so many different avenues, right? So like, the you know the whole idea of like, okay, the first six eight weeks you did six sets, right? This I'm just using this example. Um, you did six eight, and you recovered from it, and then you added another few sets. Now you're doing twelve sets, for example, yeah. right? Someone else would, you know, the Mike Isertel approach. It'd be like you just taper up volume like crazy for four weeks and you do a deload or de-volume week, right? Mm-hmm. So you know for sure you're growing in that fourth week. You're acclimating over time. With, the, with this approach, we don't have, you would never actually take a deload. 
right? You don't really think about a deload week. And I, I have thoughts on deloads and devolumes. I've changed over time, but what are your thoughts? Because some people do take that approach, right? It's like, well, I need a recovery week, right? Do you implement that or do you let – actually, I'll, I'll let you talk about it. Yo, I think with deloads, yeah. I think people – implement deloads way before they actually need to implement deloads. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause this feeling of like fatigue, you only know, like you, you only know what you know. Yeah. If you, if you've <laughs> never actually truly pushed yourself, yeah. then you're going to feel like, Oh, I need a deload. Like, you know, every four weeks, this and that. Yeah. Right. So like when you have systems that are like, you know, push for four weeks and then the fifth week have a deload. Yeah. Bro. Like, what if you didn't, what if you didn't need a deload? Like, why yeah. would you do it? Right. Sure. And a lot of people, a lot of people have deloads in their life because of outside situations anyways. That's, uh, that's exactly so, what I think. Yeah. So I just say, I just think people I just have to go hard all the time. For yeah. example, this um guy I was training with Unmo, fucking hell, I mentioned this guy like seven, eight times today. Shout out Unmo. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy, he's in school, right? Yeah. So he's pushing for nine to 10 weeks and then midterms comes. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to train this week. Deload. That's a fucking deload. That's it. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, a deload, yeah, yeah. but it's just from something else. I think when you plan deloads, I think um it doesn't work like too too well for the yeah. average person someone that's obviously extremely extremely experienced and has a coach and this nutritionist and whatever this and that i think yeah you know it can be extremely beneficial or like well if you're doing fatigue management on a contest prep this or that for sure right you have your um food with that like paired so like your deload week you have higher food yeah i think that works well but for the average person i don't think they need it yeah no, I agree. Like life deloads for you, right? Exactly, Vacation, exactly. family events, exams, things like that. Work gets busy, Christmas, whatever. Exactly. You know, life is going to deload for you, right? I agree with exactly. that. That's why I don't, bro, like for well, yeah. the past two months, bro, I've like went on three trips. So like yeah. those have already been deloads. Deloads, 100%. So as soon as I come back into the gym, I'm not like, oh, let me go easy. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, fuck it, look at my logbook. I'm like, all right, let's get to it, right? Yeah, but that first week back, sometimes you feel, maybe obviously you chase the logbook. But sometimes you do feel a little weaker, right? Those first week back. Yo, I don't feel weaker. I think it's in your mind, bro. I I genuinely think it's in your mind. I swear. I guess I'm I'm guessing also you don't you don't drink you don't do any like stupid shit like that. Oh yeah, that's right. But so people that come back, (laughs) yeah, 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 that's obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. They like drink a lot. They eat not eat good, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then they're obviously body is like using all the resources recovered from that shit yeah, right? yeah. that's different yeah, yeah. that's probably fucking doing coke smoking cigarettes drinking yeah, yeah that's mental easy yeah easy. but bro my yeah and they're partying this and that like yeah. bro my vacations i still sleep like eight nine eight to ten hours a day yeah but i love sleep on vacations so bless i just sleep so much in general bro yeah well my yeah. saturdays bro, my saturdays i'm only awake for like 12 13 hours wow yeah i just boy i sleep like like tonight bro i'll probably sleep like 11 12 hours Jeez. Tomorrow, wake up, be awake for 10 to 13 hours and go to sleep again. Fucking love it. It's like a bear yeah. hibernating. Yeah, exactly. So only only time I would implement deloads is like powerlifting stuff, right? When you have like yeah, yeah, that's massive 100%. squats, deadlifts, and all that shit. Then or like if someone's taking the, I haven't I haven't practiced this approach and it's hard to actually standardize. It's like if someone every like they know for a fact like they have one weekend every week or like one week they're going to travel every week but it's obviously not consistent month to month if it was that would make sense it's like then do the taper up approach 
where you do like two sets, three sets, four sets, even five sets, and then you deload them on there, go travel, right? Some shit like that. But I don't think people have schedules like that. Even um, volume, bro. I feel like yeah. volume doesn't work for the average person. Really? When, when no, no, because uh, when you add volume, yeah, that adds time to their training. For sure. And then they're in the gym longer. For sure. And they get in a state of like, let me get this done. Let me get this done. Hundred percent. I obviously for little kids, like not little kids, but people that have time to be in the gym for two hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% it works, right? For sure. Yeah, but bro, yeah, yeah. like, the people I train, bro, they're training for like an hour, hour 15. That's it. Yeah. Like the average person, right? More than enough. For yeah. them, I don't think weight yeah, is always going to, weight and reps is always going to beat like volume. So, yo, this is cool. Uh, what other strategies people can use instead of adding more volume? How can this still make their workouts a bit more progressive? How else can you add volume? Besides just like adding more sets. You could condense the set and make, you could make the set more dense, right? Okay. What I mean yeah. by make the set more dense is like have it, have one set cause more fatigue. So like implementing okay. a drop set, super nice. set, there you go. rest pause, Love it. that type yeah, of set. Yeah. Right? So up, yeah. if you're doing, if you're doing 10 sets, of, if you're doing 10 sets in your workout yeah, and you want to stimulate more growth, yeah. but you can't spend more time in the gym. Okay. Make two of those sets more dense. So like yeah. adding a rest pause. So now yeah. you have eight straight sets, but like two sets with intensifiers. I got you. And then what I'll do is like every training phase, yeah. the volume will increase the density of the sets. Mm. So like okay. the next phase, instead of having eight straight sets and two yeah. um, like sets with intensifiers, I'll make yeah. six straight sets and four sets with intensifiers. Like, intensifiers. Nice. I like you it. Don't, you're not adding a lot of time, right? To, to exactly. do a rest pause, you're adding an extra 30 seconds. 100%. If you're doing two of those, what, another two minutes to the person with three minutes? It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Right? So the person can speed it up quick. Yeah. Whereas, like, bro, if you add an extra set to everything, like, bro, my That's arm right. day is like, bro, my arm day, three sets, right? And I have three exercises that are unilateral, bro. Oh, fuck. Like, bro, like, single arm push down, three here, then three here. That's six sets, bro. That's crazy. Right? An overhead tricep extension, that's three yeah. and three. That's another six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There used to be single arm dumbbell crawl. Yeah. That's mental, bro. That's, that's 18 right. sets, bro. That's crazy. Right? So, yeah. I, okay. Obviously, I, like I can that. do it. but Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we work out for a living, right? Once again. Yeah. But... What else are we going to do, right? Let's yeah, yeah. Do a workout. Think, I don't think the average person that's like yeah. on a schedule. That makes a lot of sense. One one quick thing. I'll end off training here because that was, that, was, that was really good, I think. Um, that gives people... Pretty much. I like training better than nutrition, bro. I like I, it too. Like, oh, okay, okay. One one quick thing about training. Uh, I, I would say with the pump and feel, I'm still based around that. A lot of my training has been pump and feel. Um, obviously, now I've taken the approach of logbook as well, maybe over the past like, year and a half. And like have like Excel spreadsheet. And obviously, I use the training app to track shit. Um, yeah. But I do think a big factor is like certain movements. If you find you don't. And again, you probably agree with this too, but I'm just wording it differently. If you don't get a nice pump or it doesn't feel good to you, like in the muscle you're actually hitting, then that movement, either you got to modify, adjust, um, or like obviously maybe your technique isn't the best, right? But if you fix your technique and like, you know, you modify it and you still don't feel that specific exercise in the muscle group you're trying to hit, then I would swap that exercise. Because if it's not giving you the right feel and pump, then that, that does make a massive difference. Like a lot of people don't feel their upper chest on like incline. Right, they just feel shoulders, 
So like just making it a lower incline, right? Or like pre-exhausting with like some flies or some shit like that, opening up some range of motion, um, or just improving your overhead mobility can help you feel your upper chest a bit better, right? I agree with that. I think out of a hundred percent, I think yeah. twenty to thirty percent you should be worried about like the feeling. For sure. Because both there's some exercises. Yeah. I don't know about you, but bro, I don't feel them. Really? Like, like bro, leg press, like do you feel it while you're doing it your set? Yeah, bro. Fucking deadly quads. No, I mean I like think, yeah. you, like I understand like I understand I feel the stretch, but the yeah, contraction, yeah. the contraction. That's what I'm saying. You don't really contract your quads on a leg press. A little bit, yeah, yeah. A I little, get right? What you mean. Yeah, a little bit. Like whereas like yeah. where whereas like a leg extension, For right? Sure. You're squeezing your quads so much and you feel the pump so much. But that's also because end range versus mid range. Right? Exactly, exactly. So that's what I'm yeah, trying to explain to like the okay. normal person that doesn't know this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, don't worry about the feeling too much, because like, yeah. like a bent over row, right? For sure. But if you could bent over row like four plates with perfect form, yeah, your back's gonna be jacked, right? Hundred percent. But like, you don't really feel that you don't really end feel range, it. that hard yeah. contraction, right? Like a like a chest supported row or some shit, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I got you. the feeling's important, but like. Yeah. Not as much as you may think. Because some exercises, you can't feel it, right? Feel it, yeah. Like, if that makes sense. That makes sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. The mid-range movement, especially. Even a squat. Exactly. Like, example. you don't feel it. Yeah. You're not gonna but, like, once it. you're done with yeah. the set, then you feel, like, the blood going it. into the legs, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's how I kind of think about it. Because yeah. I know some people get so caught up in the feelings. Yeah. Uh, sorry, people get so, yeah. People get so caught up in their feelings. But, yeah. bro, you can't even... Depending on the exercise, you can't even like feel it if that makes sense. Like a lot of he- movements that you actually can load heavy, mid range movements, yeah. you don't technically feel it as much, right? Exactly, exactly. But if you're lifting a lot of weights, so technically it's going to be, it lead to muscle growth. It can't not. 100%. Right? So, no, that makes sense. I agree with that part. Yeah. I mean, like most times, like people end up going through the motion on certain lifts and not even hitting the muscle they want to hit, right? So yeah. that could be a technique thing. Um, but yeah, if you just get strong in general first and then maybe worry about these little details, then you'll find that you probably put on good muscle along the way, right? Yeah, yeah. But, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it de- yeah, it depends on the exercise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anything else you want to have to train? Uh, no, you'll just pick movements that you could do well. That's it. That's one thing. Pick movements. And just make sure you're doing the movement well. Okay, we can maybe oh, go next the time. The leg press. Go- yeah. Oh, I see so many people have such dog shit leg presses, bro. Yeah, well, this could be another thing. We could talk about literally like the training principles you should follow for training. Like yeah, bro. how to how to set up your training more effective or like efficiently. Yeah. Actually, let's like, go to a quick summary because I got to yeah. get that in a bit. But quick summary over what? Like how to training set up- principles. Like how to set up a training session or like how to pick movements that work well for you or range of motion. Like whatever training principles you kind of abide by. Your training principles. Um, if I was to set something up. For myself, right? Because yeah. I don't, I pick movements that I could do properly. Okay. And I could actually go. feel them, right? Nice. There you go. A little, I'm not too focused on the feeling, but like yeah, yeah. to a okay. sense, you need to feel it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the first thing. So, like, for example, uh, single leg leg press. Like, yeah. bro, horrible exercise, bro. I hate that shit. Were you serious? Oh, I can't. Shit. No, no. I, like, I'm saying I okay, can't. You. you. Like, you. I can't do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it as well as my other leg press. Bro, mm-hmm. like, you've seen my other leg press, right? Compared to my, like, Fucking single sick. leg leg press, like, I shouldn't even be doing a single leg. Bro, yeah. like, for example, just to show everyone, like, quick context, bro, like, this is, 
Like this is my normal leg press, right? Like the range of motion. Holy fuck, yeah. Right? Like my heels literally touching my glute. But bro, like single leg leg press, I can't get the same depth for my quad. So like this movement, mm -hmm. I, I could do it well. So I stick yeah. with this movement, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's the first thing. Uh, Second thing I would pick is like, not to get like too complicated, but just have a yeah. variety of ranges of motions you're hitting. That's it. If you're hitting your biceps, have exercise elbow in front of you, elbow yeah. to your side, elbow behind you. If you're hitting chest, have a upwards like this and down, there right? You go. All angles. Uh, exactly. If you're hitting your lats, you know, top this and like from the bottom, right? That's the second thing I look at. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the main structure. And then I, I typically start off with like more so like compounds. So that's like Two and three are usually like compound heavy presses or okay. pulse or heavy presses. That makes sense. I used to do yeah. it like first, but it doesn't work too well anymore. Yeah. Change it up over time. No, it's pretty good. So you can pick movements that actually work for you. Yeah. That's a big one. You want to get in those range of motions. Yeah, um, 100%. And then making sure compound slash accessories. Start with some compound accessories. The basics. Yeah, that's pretty and much. variety. Of range of motions exactly i think the biggest thing is bro with variety of range of motions people don't do that bro i know they don't yeah, especially yeah. on arm training bro I know. arm training it's it's so street bar curls, easy bar curls preacher curls yeah. and dumbbell curl yeah that's it oh it's yeah. so bad man people do like easy bar curl dumbbell yeah. curl and yeah. they'll do hammer curl and they'll do re yeah. reverse curls it's yeah. like bro they have no variety in their no training variety. right yeah 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 so, it's so I don't know why it's like that for biceps and triceps. Yeah. Even triceps, people do rope, push down, single arm, reverse yeah. grip. It's like fucking it's weird. Always like that for arm training. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I see that too. That's one big thing, and then also, bro. Like sometimes I feel like people overcomplicate like simple muscles, bro. Like yeah. hamstrings, hamstrings, so overcomplicated, bro. It's two movements, bro. It's fucking RDL, curl. Sing, uh, leg curl, seated leg curl, done, bro. It's Just chilling. do those exercises for like. End yeah. of time, right? Bro, literally every six months, I switch prone hamstring curl to a seated hamstring curl. And then I keep progressing. And then I move the exercise order to like fourth. And then I bring it up after six months first again. Like literally the two exercises go back and forth. Bro, literally. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just do, bro, I always like seated hamstring curl. Yeah. Over the line. Back, lying one at Freebird is pretty nice though. I don't know if you that's, tried that. That's the one I use at Olympia. Okay, okay. Yeah, the same one. Seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really nice. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. oh, I use, like, those. That's, that's it. it. Like, people overcomplicate yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, Legs are actually one of the easiest part body parts to train, eh? Like, leg extension, some sort of squat or leg press, and then hammy curl, and some RDL, and maybe throw an adductor machine, and you're chilling. But, bro, I've, that's everything, man. That's all you need, right? You don't need to think. Maybe a split squat on a lunge, just for stability, but technically Yo, I would you say, don't need I would to. say the same thing about chest, though. Look how overcomplicated chest is. Yo, but I've noticed like so, like the way someone's like rib cage and all that shit is kind of structured. You gotta like for me, for example, I feel flat and decline the most, and I actually see my upper chest grow on like a flat instead of an incline. What the fuck? It's so like I don't I don't and I've actually been playing around with this. This is a whole fucking different topic. It's like playing around with decline and flat for a lot of people that are a bit more like wider and structure in a way instead of incline at all and their chest blows up so what am i you're you're a bit narrower you're more like a narrow structure like yeah. rib cage wise right so that's where you have smaller waist even while you're like gaining you can keep some sort of structure um so you like 
low incline to even that's like what, a higher is going to be nicer, nicer. That's what I do. Low incline. Yeah. Low, low incline. I have low incline and then I have a high incline press. That's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Even. Oh, shit. You got to go. Yeah. But what are you going to say? I was going to say like decline press. I don't do any decline press. I do. That's why I guess dips and decline. Same yeah, thing. dips. I do dips. Yeah. yeah, but most people can't do proper dips. Like they just like shoulders are fucking going everywhere. <laughs> so like I'm like gonna throw in decline once you get strong in the decline yeah. position, then you can add. Oh, yo, decline movements. If it's not a machine, are horrible, bro. Yo, have you tried like a normal flat bench, like a normal press, but adding two plates underneath it and then dumbbell yeah, decline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. I've done that. It feels good. I do that. I used to do that in my garage in COVID all the time. So good. But I'm talking about those, like, have you seen those motherfuckers at Good Life? They have those extreme declines, like 45 degrees. They have yeah. the dumbbells here. And then they yeah. go, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, that level of decline is mental, bro. Yeah, like, even setting up the exercise is mental. Bro, that's right. I had a, so, like, I had, yeah, this is not tough, but, like, I programmed a guy decline. And he sends me a video of him, like, having dumbbells. And yeah. his legs, and he just flew. Right? Yeah. And then, like, it was a, I was like, bro, why are you doing that? That's so risky. Yeah. Well, I just had a 25 underneath. That's a 25 or a 245s yeah. or over time you can even gradate it. You can get more and more deeper if you need to. Um if like say like someone's shoulder extension is complete ass, I just kind of make them go a little bit deeper. So anyways, that was really good That's training good. and nutrition talk, bro. Well health principles and training. It's okay. That's good. That's solid. I like training. I fucking hate nutrition, bro. Okay. It's boring. I yeah. feel like it's boring. Hopefully you enjoy some food on Christmas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll have like two slices of pizza, that's it. I'm going Christmas party right now. In Cam- not really? party, bro. It's like it's fucking Cambridge with the boys in the basement. We play two kids. <laughs> 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 oh, the Christmas really, party. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a fucking pajama, bro. I oh, pajama okay. and like this jacket. And then yeah, like, that's I'm go eat some food and yeah. Play that's true. What's what's your team in two K? Um, I like right now. Um, I like Clippers because of Harden, James Harden. I was um, literally about to say it's gonna be Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Either either that or I actually like fucking with the with the team. Don't say like Milwaukee or some cheese team. No, no, not Milwaukee. Um, fuck. Who's that guy? Levine Bulls. I shoot good with Levine. I watched. Uh, I watched the Bulls. Oh yeah, you and Miami. Miami. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Eh? Crazy, bro. Crazy, you see bro. my seats here? I see you fucking right there. You yeah, jump down the court, started hooping. You yeah, I was sick. With the team. It was sick. It was sick. Okay. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, bro. Good uh, pocket. Yo, you're going to post this on Tuesday, right? Let's do Tuesday. Yeah, let's do Tuesday. Because, yo, you post it on Tuesday. I'm like, oh, shit. We're about to do another podcast. I'm already posting last oh, one. Oh, fuck. Okay. Not all good. I'll rip it on Tuesday. Okay. That should be good. Right. Tuesday? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for watching the podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.